You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is Chase Tree Berry Extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So excited. I have a new guest here, Callie from Florida. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. We're going to actually do a little joint podcast this time. So 
you'll hear me on her podcast and she'll be on my podcast. And Callie, do you want to, um, I don't know, want me to introduce myself to, I guess I'll introduce myself for your guests. Um, hey everyone, my name is Alexa. I am the host of Chow Michi and a, an author, an artist, and I guess lifestyle health guru and blogger. <laughs> and I found Callie on Instagram think on my for no not my for you page that's tiktok the explore page right yeah that's what it's called. <laughs> my goodness i'm like getting lost with all these different terms <laughs> tiktok instagram now i'm on like pinterest so i have all these terms and learning through pinterest <laughs> um but i loved her vibes and i was like we need to connect so here we are <laughs> oh my gosh amazing i'm callie um like Alexa said, I am a health and wellness influencer and fitness instructor. I'm based in Miami, Florida, and I teach Pilates and bar. And if you don't follow my platform, it's I'm sweaty and I know it. And I post daily workout videos, little mini workouts, and I teach a lot of live workouts and just post a lot of health and wellness tips and tricks. So yeah, I'm super excited to have Alexa on this podcast. My podcast is The Sweaty Sesh, so it's also in the sweaty realm. So yeah, can't wait to start. Amazing. So how did you get into Pilates? Let's like start there. Like walk us through your life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's kind of a long story, but I used to be a competitive figure skater for 10 years of my life and I always was super into working out just because as a figure skater, you're constantly having to get stronger every day as you're moving up in the levels and learning new tricks and all that stuff. So I would always have, it was called off ice. That was our workouts. I'd have off ice every single day and they were super intense. And basically as I was skating, I was also growing at the same time, which led to intense growing pains. And I had a lot of knee injuries, back injuries, foot injuries, which basically led to me now having all of these different tendonitis injuries in my body from being a competitive athlete. And because of this, I can no longer consistently do HIIT workouts and super high intensity workouts. So I got into the low impact workout field and started off by doing bar. And I actually started doing bar workouts while I was still figure skating, just because I couldn't do all the hit workouts because I was so injured constantly. And my love for bar continued into me becoming a bar fitness instructor. And then I became a Pilates instructor after that. So it's just kind of been one thing after another, which has been super cool. And I've really been immersed in the fitness world. So yeah. (laughs) So like when you're going through that transition of figure skating, you know, you have this identity, everyone knows there's a figure skater and now you're transitioning and you want to become or do things that are more low impact. Like how did you mentally go through that? Because I also have a story to share too with all my fitness (laughs) journey stuff. Yeah. So Honestly, it was really, really tough. And one of my biggest insecurities that actually held me back so much while I was skating was the fact that I was growing so much and so fast. Because if you know anything about figure skating, most of the athletes you see on TV are pretty short. And I'm 5'7", which is tall for a figure skater. 
And basically I would always have these comments made to me when I was skating, like you're so tall, your legs are so long, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, that's a great compliment, not in figure skating, but I took it so offensively that I would literally do things like strap weights on my ankles and jump rope trying to stump my growth, which I don't think that actually works, but it was definitely a problem. And because I was so injured all the time from growing, I genuinely was so upset and just so insecure that it affected my training. It affected me doing my jumps properly. I'd fall all the time. I wouldn't go for them. Like it was like a mental block in a way. And not being able to train with the other skaters also made me feel as though I was behind them and it was constantly like a keep up kind of competition. So I definitely, now looking back on it, that was such, I created this mental block for myself because I was listening to every single little nagging comment people would say to me and I wasn't focusing on my own lane, which as a result, that held me back and it did end up with me not keeping up with all the other skaters who were, who started skating when I was skating, which I mean, now it's like, it's good. I love how everything worked out, but I definitely let it hold. I definitely let it hold me back. <laughs> yeah. Like in the moment, it's probably so confusing. You're like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't want to be listening to these people, but they're in my head 24 seven because I'm trying to be this person who I'm not and my body isn't working the way that it's, they want it to. And it's like so distracting and aggressive, aggressively toxic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Cause it's like now I've really during COVID and everything, I've really been working on like self-growth and like figuring myself out and all of this manifestation meditation stuff. And it's crazy. Cause like I've even been reading a book called the power of now you've may have read it or do you love it? This was like, it's the so first book that I, it's, yeah. It was so a good spiritual book that I started reading and I have like a whole bunch here. Um, I just oh finished, um, the power of awakening by Dr. Wayne Dyer. That one was good. It's kind of like power of now. Um, I have the body keeps the score here. I have the web has no weaver and then like a whole bunch of others in, on an, in another bookshelf. <laughs> I need like a book list after this because I am actually so obsessed and I swear to God, every single podcast episode, I talk about this freaking book and I'm only like 70 pages deep. And I read like the practice of power of now first by accident. And literally like, I'm just reading this book and I'm like, I've only like me of like 10 years old and like 13 could have read this book. I would have been, I don't even know. It would have been so, my life would have been so different. Like it's insane. It's, it's such crazy. a good book. The Power of Now is a must read. If anyone has not touched it, you need to go and get it. Yeah. Genuinely, it's like eye-opening. I do not live a single day the same anymore. And it's it's like crazy. It's just crazy. The transformation you have mm-hmm. from a book. Yeah. yeah. And another one that's good is The Four Agreements. Have you heard of that one? No. Yeah. That one is a really good one. Um, it's basically like four lessons or four principles you have to live by to like live this fulfilled life. I haven't touched that book in like three years, so I don't remember every single aspect of it. Um, but that one was a good one. Um, my book, Power to Persevere, is a good one. <laughs> I need to read it. Like, actually, it sounds so good. Thanks. Um, I it's so funny. Like, I I haven't read it in so long, and someone tagged me on Instagram in like their story. I'm like, oh my God, that's a good quote. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love yeah, it. I that. <laughs> like, oh. I'm like, 
I love it. Okay, wait, I want to know, I want to know your story. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so let's, yes. let's dig deep into me. Um, I don't know if you shared that story specifically on your podcast, have you? Actually, not yet. I've been meaning to record a solo episode more like in depth of it, but not really. <gasps> oh my goodness. So now <laughs> we're having it on yours and mine, <laughs> but my uh, <laughs> listeners know a little bit about my story. Um, so, you know, grew up normal life in Manhattan. Um, I guess not so normal because it's not that many kids grow up here, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I started to engage in like art and fashion. I took classes at FIT, Art Students League. I I just really liked art and creativity. And I started a little business in high school, um, a jewelry business that I ran halfway through college and kind of inspired me to also study business in college. So went to uni to study business and a little bit of fashion. And halfway through my college experience, my life decided to take a turn and just like want to test me somehow, some way. Um, I was just on a call with someone right before this podcast recording, um, helping them with their book and sharing my story for their book. (laughs) So that's so funny. Like I'm talking about it again here. Um, But yeah, so the week of my junior year of college, I had a cancer diagnosis. I was diagnosed with a blood cancer called Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is very common in young adults. And at this time I was 19 years old. I'm like, what the heck? I don't want to die. Like I totally, I thought I was going to die because I watched my grandfather battle cancer for so many years and then pass away from it. And it kind of, tested me where I'm like, I need to learn more about life. I need to learn about spirituality, health, um, just like reasonings for why we go through suffering. And it took me down this road where I noticed that, you know, the things that I started to connect with weren't of the norm of my other like 19, 20 year old friends. And I was, I don't know, just had this new different mindset. And like my friends would joke around and say, oh, you should write a book, Alexa. I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> but then I, um, I ended up just having this deep calling within me after treatment was over. So now I'm in remission, cancer-free, yay. It's, I had my three-year anniversary um, a few weeks ago, actually, which was awesome. Um, oh, like two weeks ago, yeah, beginning of January. Um, and... I just, I felt in my heart that I had to share my story and I had to share stories of others too, who are going through challenging moments and just kind of be this light for others to just say, Hey, like, you're not the only one who's going through a challenging moment, challenging situation. Um, but there are others like me and 20 other plus people in this book that are also going through these challenges. And I wanted to kind of just create some sort of book that correlated my story with all these others. Um, to just say like, although my cancer journey was different from this person who battled, um, you know, having to lose a leg at eight years old, like, or having to also go through cancer, but a different type of cancer, like we still share the same theme within our healing. So that published, or I wrote that when I went back to school, I had to drop out of school for years. So when I went back to school, um, I wrote a book 
for a whole entire year and then it got published um right before the pandemic coincidentally so i was a senior at this time yeah i was just finishing up my first semester of my senior year and i had to publish and the pandemic hit um and i'm like whoa what's life all about again (laughs) that's Um, actually insane timing like timing wow so literally so crazy um and now i'm just like in this wellness space but also kind of creeping in my creativity and art still somehow, but I just have this huge passion for wellness. Um, So have started this podcast to just talk to others, connect with others about health, wellness, life, everything and anything to do with just like your life in general. Um, And it's been great and just have had so many cool experiences from all these things that I've done and just trying to be a light for others. And I guess kind of relating to you with fitness, um, I used to be a track girl. (laughs) I used to always go on runs. I used to do high intensity interval training like every single day. (laughs) Um, But like this whole entire health experience of mine kind of influenced me to start to engage more specifically in yoga. Um, I did Pilates actually when I was in high school. I used to follow blog Pilates when she first Oh my started. gosh. I was Same. a freshman in, in high school following her. So for almost 10 years, I've been like doing her workouts. So I kind of got a little touch into Pilates with her. Um, and then there was just this like, I don't like this, this message put out into the world where it's like, if you don't go hard, then you're not having a good workout. And that's what I thought I had to do. So I would engage in like hit, but like it was intense hit that I don't even know how I was able to do it. (laughs) Um, but like this whole entire, you know, health thing that I went through allowed me to really just try to find movement instead of like working out like crazy, just like, how can I just move my body and love my body and connect with it? So I started Pilates like you, um, from a place of, you know, lack or trying to like connect to the body, trying to understand myself a little bit better (laughs) and yoga specifically. And yoga has just helped transform me on so many different levels. It's helped me connect to my body, my soul, my mind, and it influenced me to, to get yoga certification. So I'm almost done with that. So excited. I don't know what's going to come out of it. Um, if I'll end up teaching maybe, but it was something that just really helped me understand more about movement in general and just the practice of yoga and it kind of like translated into bodies too. Um, but it's just so powerful and like something that I feel like both of our listeners need to know is you don't have to go hard (laughs) to have a good workout you can get sweaty you can get you know um you can get results from doing things that are gentle and loving on your body it doesn't have to be something crazy but there's also room for crazy workouts too those are fun (laughs) yeah okay I'm literally like every single thing you're saying I'm just like yes yes because okay I swear, like, okay, I, like, listen to, do you follow Kinsey Burke at all? Oh, my gosh. Love her. I love her. Like, I'm obsessed with her, and- We'd love to have her on the pod. (laughs) Dream, honestly. Like, she's amazing, and I was, like, listening to her talk, and, like, she's, like, one of the first people I actually heard, like, address the fact that not everyone- 
like everyone's bodies are designed or meant for these like super intense workouts. Yeah. And she was just saying how her, for her personally, she used to do super intense, um, like resistance workouts, like lifting workouts, and she felt bloated and inflamed. And I just started really thinking about it for myself. And I was like, when I did all these workouts, I used to be a huge orange theory girl. I would go like every day and I literally would come back from the workout and sleep for probably two hours and I would eat at least a thousand plus calories of just food that wasn't good food, like super bad processed foods, like nothing to actually nourish my body after the workout because I was so hungry and drained of energy. And during quarantine, I just started to really think about how yeah, I've been doing like bar workouts for a long time, but I've never really love thought bar. about. <laughs> love like, bar. Yeah, I love bars. Amazing. I so really- good. I I did some bar yesterday. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love it. Like, and I it's funny because I never really thought about why does my body just respond so like well to bar and not even respond well as in physical changes. Respond well as in just, I come out of the workout and I feel stress-free. I feel energized. I feel confident. And during quarantine, just doing all of these home Pilates and bar workouts, I just started to really think about how I was feeling after I did the workout and how I'd wake up the next day and I wouldn't feel just lethargic and drained and sore all the time. Like, yeah, maybe be a little bit sore, but it wasn't to the point where I genuinely couldn't move sore. Like to me, that is so translates so well into you saying movement is beautiful. And when I used to figure skate, I was creating beautiful movement and my body is designed to have beautiful movement. And I think Pilates and bar and any kind of just low impact, graceful motion yoga is just, you're creating like this beauty and energy with your body. And like, absolutely. If you, if you like, if you literally like do hit workouts and lift weights and you feel like a actual like queen afterwards and you feel amazing, like that's great. Like that is right for you. But I think it, it should be a message put out into the world. Like you can't listen to one person saying this is right. Like mm-hmm. nothing is right for every person. No, no way of eating is right for every person. Like every person's body is so different and you need different things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's super important to listen to those people out there who are preaching, it's not, there's not one way to do anything. Yeah. And so I just think it's really, I loved that. Everything you said was so right. Thanks. And I love too, what you said about the body and like, just like the beauty of movement. It's so true. And also with Pilates, I've never had as much muscle tone and like sculpt in my body before. Because like, all the inflammation's gone. Like all of that bloating I and inflammation so. is, it's so nice. Yeah. And like yoga too, it's so funny. Um, it's not funny. It's just science. Like when you're doing specific <laughs> moves, <laughs> when you're doing specific moves, like it's targeting your nerves and your nervous system. And it's sending a signal to your brain, like that you're calm or like something is happening and on as, as endocrinology, or I don't even know how to, uh, on, in your endocrine system, like your endocrine system is coming back into homeostasis and some balance. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just so cool. And I feel like it's kind of like that with Pilates too. Like you're doing certain moves and movements, but like in a slow way where you're like really focused on a specific muscle 
and you're just sending that one body part all this love and energy and it's just like so transformational it's so also so funny um I told my boyfriend too to like do this one move like from triceps you know the one where you have your hands in like a triangle you put them your back and he like did you do your tricep dips he was yeah. struggling he's like those are so hard no he's so a hard athlete too <laughs> i'm like see i'm like bodies is no joke my favorite thing ever is watching like i teach your former pilates at this one place and watching like professional athletes come into the studio like professional football players and they try to do the workout and they come out just drenched in sweat And I'm like, and people go out here saying Pilates doesn't work. (laughs) Like, yeah, it does. No, it's so powerful. So okay, I, it's so powerful. And like, I kind of want to get. Okay, your story is like so freaking cool, and I want to get deeper into it because first of all, I relate to you on so many levels. I had a jewelry business at one point in my life. Also, (laughs) yeah, Sea Jewels Design. (laughs) Sea Jewels Design. Yeah, it was That's my so like cute. Was it I like all It was um so I used to live in Texas and it was the very like southern style with the beads, like the the wrap necklaces. That was the vibe. So I did that because I have always been like an entrepreneur and so mm-hmm. that obviously I stopped it freshman year of college, but same thing and also one of my life goals is to write a book. So oh, I love so that you did that. That takes a lot of work and effort and just focus. So wow. So much work. So much work. So much effort. I still have to record my audiobook. I recorded it this summer, but the producers couldn't get my files correctly. And I'm like, oh, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> I have to re-record a whole time. That's painful. <laughs> but that's that okay. is painful. But okay, I want to like get a little bit deeper into first of all, I want to get deeper into when you learned that you had cancer kind of how you coped with it um how you didn't feel alone in the struggle because I think regardless if you have cancer or not or just dealing with something a lot of people feel so alone in any struggle Mm -hmm. and like how did you overcome that because I think that's so important yeah I mean I really did feel so alone um none of my friends could relate to me. I couldn't really talk about it with my parents because they were like processing it and they were traumatized by it. And I, I just, this is why I also wrote my book. I'm like, there are more people like there's like, we need to build a community here. I need to build something just to show others that there is hope. Um, but some of the things that I did specifically were learn about spirituality, um, on a level like never before. And this kind of helped me understand that there is this one divine power and there's one source energy that basically controls all of us. And like, we are not experiencing what we're experiencing just cause like it's happening for us for some sort of reason and we need to learn from it. But there's always that option to go to that source energy and ask them for help, ask them for guidance because it's there and and. God, I call this thing God. God wants to help you. And 
when I was talking to you on the phone before this podcast recording to this person, um, also when I was about to graduate from college, I was so confused and lost. I'm like, ah, I can't decide what I want to do with my life. <laughs> so much pressure. Um, and I had a dream that I, I don't even know if it was a dream. It was, it was so real that I can't, I don't even know how to describe it, but I saw the golden gates of heaven and I met Jesus Christ. I know it sounds crazy, but it was so real. And I remember his touch too. And like, he put his arms around me and was like, it's going to be okay. Like he just, he was just so warming and welcoming. And like, I grew up um, Catholic, but I kind of like lost my religion and just, I just stopped believing in all this when I was diagnosed and right before I was diagnosed, I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But just that instance in my life kind of reaffirmed like, wait, that happened. Remember that Alexa? There's more to life. Like try to tap into that again. Um, and I just tried to take the time to like heal myself somehow through my mindset and just understand that like, I don't know, like I'm I'm not the only one going through this. There are other people too. Let me read books and try to find resources online to kind of help build that sense of community. But it was hard. And like, you know, every single person or most of the people that I've met too that were battling the same illness as me were like super negative and it just wasn't making me feel good. So it it was it was hard for me to find a community. But what what I did was just try to one <laughs> read books to help me understand my purpose in life and then to try to create a community of my own by like connecting with others and also just trying to put it out there for other people like in this book um but there's so many different resources too like just look up certain nonprofits if 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 you're going through something like maybe some instagram accounts that relay specifically towards the illness or situation that you're dealing with like there are so many resources out there there really are and it's, it's hard to find people who you can connect with but there are souls out there that <laughs> are available and just literally shoot them a dm like no one's gonna bite we're all here we're all one um and if they respond yay if they don't you know what another direction just go in another direction it's just a sign like there's another way that you're gonna find your answer um but it is hard I don't know if you've also experienced that too like were your friends kind of in that same position when you were skating yeah so I quickly want to add one thing oh yeah kind of jump in so like I also have just really found with myself like something that's helped me also whenever I feel really alone is remembering that you always have yourself into the day. You are your best friend. You are always there for you. You never leave you. Just remember that. And like, cause I have really gone through a lot of feeling alone and like, I'll jump into that in a second, but that has been one of the best things that I can possibly tell someone is it sounds so minor, but it's like, do something for yourself, buy yourself flowers, take yourself out to dinner. Like who cares if you don't have a friend with you? You don't need a friend all the time. You have you. Mm -hmm. And so many people like think about all the people that are friends with you. They're friends with you. They want to be your friend. So I love that. I always tell myself that when I'm feeling lonely or down or just like, I don't have anyone there. That's such a good tip, but Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So for skating, um, honestly, it was 
I always had my skating community there for me. And that was so nice. Like we were all close, even though we competed against each other and whatnot. But it was definitely very odd because I did go to regular school all of my life and I was never homeschooled like most people at my rink were. And I never went to any like parties with them. I never would really, I would always leave school early or show up to school late. I was never fully involved, which made it hard. I wasn't on sports teams for until up until like, I think high school. So it was a while and I did feel lonely a lot. And I always questioned, is this the right thing for me? I love skating, but it definitely is really hard on the social life. And to make it even harder, one of the biggest things I really dealt with in my life is just moving constantly. So I started skating in Canada. I moved to Texas and then I moved to Pittsburgh and I went to over 10 schools. I went to a ton of schools. Oh my goodness. How come? My dad's job. So we constantly were moving around and I went to, I graduated high school a year early. So I went to three high schools in three years and it was like, one of those things where I felt lonely constantly because I'd have a friend group. I felt like I was in a friend group and then we'd pick up and leave. And so for me, it's like, it's so hard to find other people that can relate to you when you haven't lived in that city for very long because everyone has those inside jokes. They have things they've been a part of for so long and you just show up out of nowhere and all of a sudden you're the new person and it's just all eyes are on you. And it does feel like very lonely, very scary, but I have really just learned throughout all of it that you have yourself and you have, even if you don't live in the same city, you have those people that you develop insane bonds with that are with you forever. I have friends all over the country. I have friends in Canada and it's a beautiful thing when you even just have that virtual community of people, like you said, And I really have found that with Instagram, it's been so cool being able to just connect with so many other people who are in health and wellness. And it's crazy because it's like, I would never have in a million years thought there were other people in this world that have the exact same passions as me, the exact same like mindset, because you do feel different. And you definitely, when you choose a path of focusing on yourself and focusing on your wellness and just making decisions for you, you definitely go through phases of feeling alone because most of the world doesn't have a lifestyle like that. Yeah. And I feel like also when we're young kids, we don't know much about life and we kind of revolve our whole entire lives around our friend groups. Um, but that's not the case at the end of the day, especially like, you know, when you're in college, you kind of understand that a little bit more too. Like, yes, you have your community and you have your own personal community with your sorority, but there's so many other people out there. And I remember someone told me like, the world's your oyster. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> but it really is. Like, it's what you make of it. It's the energy you put out there. And recent graduate too like during the pandemic I'm like oh darn like I wish I could go out with my coworkers and like meet people but that doesn't have to be the case like there's so many things that I could be doing right now in this time because we're in a really weird time to like focus on myself and to focus on me and to get to know me better and to also build relationships with others on social media like we did just uh the other week like 
there's like you have to just attune yourself to the right energy as per se this sounds like so spiritual now <laughs> like so no well. I love it <laughs> but it's like when you tap into that like people will start to come into your life and that are supposed to be there like it's always on divine timing and you're never gonna know when it's gonna happen because life loves to throw you surprises and curveballs but like whoever is supposed to be in your life will come and whoever is not supposed to be in your life anymore like they'll like leave like it's like ebbs and flows people come and people go but yeah I love what you said at the end of the day it's like you have yourself and you need to really attune to yourself and understand who you are at the core so you can love yourself and then love others (laughs) so I feel like it always does start with yourself you have to love yourself first also like regardless or not, if you believe in all the spirituality stuff, you create, like, the energy that you are, like, okay, even if you don't believe in it, just think about it like this. If you're a negative person and you are just miserable with your life and you're just all the wrong things, you're going to attract people with the same, like, the same mindset, same energy they put out. Like, that's just how the world works, is you're attracted to things that you are you like. So if you're the super radiant, happy person, chances are other super radiant, happy people are going to come to you because they love your energy and your vibes. So it all starts with you. It all starts with improving yourself because if you're the best version of yourself, then you're going to attract the other best versions of other people. (laughs) That makes sense. Oh my goodness. Have you ever heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza? No. What? Okay to-do list for all of the listeners out there you need to look up dr joe dispenza he is just so cool and he actually always talks about this he always talks about energy and your mindset and basically everything to do with quantum physics Uh, do you know about quantum physics okay I don't know as per se quantum physics he talks about but like I know how quantum physics have to do more research on this it's related to energy. So if there is a part of you that is like so angry, okay, I'm explaining this so wrong, but maybe, mm, okay, so let's say like you basically leave traces where you go. Like the energy is real. So if you're like super angry and then you're like in this space, like there's like an aura that you're basically going to create where it's like, negative energy and he talks about this he talks about how you have this like vortex around you and i mean is the word is that the right word vortex i don't know if you've also ever heard of abraham hicks no esther hicks kind of maybe 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 (laughs) abraham and esther anyways um she uses the word vortex um Oh my gosh, this is all like so overwhelming, I feel, and I don't really know how to explain it, but we have this vortex around us, and it's basically energy, and it's whatever energy we create. So if we continually think of this negative thing, then like our outer energy is going to start to become negative and attract negative things too. But if we start to live out of love and this higher dimensional 
emotion, then we start to attract that light into us. And we start to attract things that bring us joy. And we start to just align with our whole entire being here on the earth. And it's just so beautiful if you've actually experienced it before, because it's real. And I feel like whenever... I'm in flow. I start to manifest things that I'm not even realizing that are happening. Um, like I literally manifested this book. <laughs> it was just so weird how it happened. Like I put the intention out there, like I'm going to write a book. I'm going to start meeting all these people who wrote books. I'm like, wait, like that's possible for someone young to like also write a book. No way. <laughs> and then I somehow got connected to a publisher. I'm like, here I am. You know, I, I wrote a book because this is where my energy aligned at the time. Freaking queen, literally. Yeah, it's just so crazy. But I don't know, like once you step into that realm and start to understand that you are basically your thoughts, <laughs> um, and your thoughts then dictate and create your reality, you start to like pay more attention to what you're thinking. And if you're thinking certain things that are negative or that you don't want to associate with like you have to really ask yourself like where is this coming from who is speaking to me is this like my old childhood self is this a trauma that I experienced is this a limiting belief like like who is this person because that's not you you're not negative you're positive you're light your energy is so connected to divine which has to tap into it I also this just like fully ties into the power of now because This book, you guys probably already have it by now. (laughs) I talk about it all the time. Um, No, but actually, like, basically, the book tells you that you should – there's two parts to you. You have your mind and you have your soul. Mm -hmm. So the mind isn't actually you. All those negative thoughts are driven by, like you said, past experiences, traumas, belief systems, and your soul – isn't actually that. So just because you have been in a depression or you have been feeling super off lately, that isn't, that doesn't mean that that's now you. You always have the choice to take a step back and focus on how you're feeling in that exact moment and then work through it in the moment because you can't control your past. You can't actually control your future, but you can control what you decide to do in the present moment that eventually will obviously lead to the future. But you can't actually control the future. So yeah, I always, I think that is, that is such a great way to get rid of those negative energies just because most of the time negativity does come from things that are things you can't control and thoughts you're putting in your mind that aren't actually real in the moment. So yeah. I do really recommend looking at it from that perspective as well. And Eckhart Tolle, the author of Power Now, everyone, <laughs> Eckhart Tolle, um, he also talks about the ego so much. Like, we're so ego-driven in today's society, too, that like we forget to get in touch with our soul and that other part of us that's, you know, part of divine or that's really linked to this collective energy that we all share this collective consciousness. Does he say the word collective consciousness in the power of now? Is he not sure? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's real and it's, it's just, it's true. It's real. It, when you, when you experience it, you'll start to believe it. (laughs) Yeah. We sound like crazy if you don't really know anything we're talking about or like you don't really believe in that stuff, but like 
honestly, regardless or not, if you believe in all the spirituality stuff and if you believe in God and you believe in whatever, it, it's kind of just a practical thing if you really just think about it. Yeah. It's nothing crazy at all. If you don't believe in it, maybe listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza talking about energy. <laughs> the science- I love how we're just hyping up these people. <laughs> yeah, just talk- listen to the scientific uh, data behind the energy, what he talks about. Actually, there was one um, episode I think he did with, hold on, let me go to my YouTube history because YouTube is no joke. Okay, all I did was just type in um, jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, rewiring your brain. He loves talking about it. You can rewire your subconscious and start to transform yourself to think new beliefs. He has all these different things, reprogramming your subconsciousness. He talks about, um, let me look at other videos, like why your manifestation isn't working, practice this for seven days and, you know, you'll see wonders. Um, He, oh, there's one that says, Dr. Joe Dispenza reveals the formula to choose your destiny. This was the last video I listened uh, about or listened to about him. Um, Totally check it out. 100% check it out. It's real. I need to like really watch that. This sounds so interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll put uh, a little show description. I'll put the link. I'll put the link in the show description amazing yeah but anyways this was awesome this is a good little podcast episode i hope everyone has enjoyed this (laughs) yes thank you so much for having me it's amazing to actually virtually beat you yeah and next time i'm in new york we need to meet up and oh my gosh for sure (laughs) some pilates yoga and eat healthy food yes (laughs) and everyone else is allowed to join (laughs) yeah everyone can join us we can have a whole event event when it's not that'd COVID. be so cute like plotting so yoga cute. healthy f- food yeah wait we actually should do that and we could have your book there too oh my god <gasps> little book okay this is like a whole thing <laughs> plan this. we'll have an event <laughs> okay amazing it's happening all right and this is happening your podcast too <laughs> of course yeah i loved this like two for one right there yeah, two for one but Seriously, also all of my listeners, let me know how you liked this little episode with a guest on. I think it's so great having a conversation with another person just because you do bring up topics and ideas that you usually wouldn't just think of to talk about. So I think it's so cool. Also like the fact that we have never actually like met each other before and we're able to like get this so deep into everything. I did not know you were this into spirituality stuff and like wellness, like so cool. Also fellow entrepreneur yeah Girl boss queen so so funny <laughs> and like before we began this episode too i'm like no like we're just we have no script we just go yeah <laughs> we just like find whatever is supposed to happen we'll talk about <laughs> and um, i love i love that like it's just mm-hmm. natural yeah and good yeah also where can people find you you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and Pinterest at I'm Sweaty and I Know It. And then on Instagram, I have a podcast Instagram account, The Sweaty Sesh. 
So yeah, I post lots of daily good stuff on there. So definitely message me if you listen to the episode and let's be virtual friends. (laughs) Where can we find you? Yeah. So you can find me at Alexa CUC on Instagram. I also have Pinterest going. (laughs) So you just literally type in my name on there as well. Um, But my main platform is Instagram and I would love to meet anyone else who's out there who wants to talk about spirituality, health, wellness, and life in general. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Well, it was so great talking to you and meeting you, and I loved this. So let's do it again soon. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Alrighty. Ciao, everyone. Bye, guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.